This episode of Talk Fitness is in partnership with The Vitamin Shop, where knowledgeable health enthusiasts are standing by to help you thrive every day. I did yoga every day of my pregnancy, and it was pretty darn cool. I have to say it, it made the delivery easier. I, I stayed in really good shape. And then I kind of fell off. <laughs> my baby came and the yoga went out the window and it's a lot to juggle. So I, I really admire our guest today. She's fabulous. Lisa Druxman. She has done so many cool things in her career. She is fit for the number four mom. And I absolutely love the stuff that she's done and encouraging moms to get out there and exercise and also to take great care of ourselves. She's got a wonderful book that I also love, The Empowered Mama, How to Reclaim Your Time and Yourself While Raising a Healthy, excuse me, Happy Healthy Family. Hey, Lisa. Hey, thanks for having me. It's so great to have you on. So like I said, the yoga was going great until the baby came. That happened. <laughs> right? Exactly. So let's talk about this because I know from reading about you, you had a baby and you felt like, where's my community? And this is really hard and I need some women around me. So you started a group with what you and three other moms and you take it from there. I don't want to tell your whole story. No, it's all good. Yeah, it's been a while now. So I started Stroller Strides when my little one was just three months old, and that was 16 years ago. And I was wow. a fitness professional, so I knew how to get back in shape, but I needed a community. I needed connection. I had so many questions about motherhood. I had questions about nursing and sleeping and all the things. And um, so I decided to start a stroller-based workout. I figured I could help us all get back in shape. And they could help me with everything I needed to know about motherhood. And apparently, I wasn't the only one looking for that connection in that community because, uh, long story short, it took off and we're now a nationwide program. See, that is so exciting. So you have Stroller Strides, Fit for Baby, and Body Back. And these are all part of the Fit for Mom family. So would, is this something that now other trainers, they learn how to do what you're doing and they do it? Is it a franchise as in its actual place you go to? Talk to us about this. Yeah, so um, as my kids grew up, the program grew up. We added more programs. We added Fit for Baby, which is our prenatal program. We had a Body Back, which is our transformational program that includes nutrition coaching, and it's just for moms only to kind of regain themselves. And we did franchise the business. Um, not only was I not the only one looking to connect, I also wasn't the only one looking to have a career that was supportive of motherhood. And I felt so blessed to have this amazing career in San Diego where I could be home with my baby and teaching these amazing classes and contributing in my community. So we franchised the business. And so we now have 300 franchisees nationwide. We have almost 2,000 class locations. And it really does give women who have a passion for fitness and motherhood this opportunity to contribute both to their home and into their community. I think that's awesome. And it really does help to have the group of women around you because you're not just getting fit together, but you're sharing life experiences and the ups and downs and, and the tiredness and everything that comes in it. And then you feel more encouraged to go, I would think, because, oh, I haven't seen Susie and I get to talk to her. Yeah. You know, it's that, that camaraderie, right? And I bet there's some really great friendships that come out of that. At my original group from 16 years ago, they are still all friends. And I think that women today are missing that sense of community. You think about past generations or even other cultures today where you're surrounded by a village, you're surrounded by your family. But here in America, we tend to bring up baby alone and we feel very isolated. And, you know, we might stay home, but husband might go back to work or maybe we have to go back to work and we still feel alone because 
we're at work and then we um, just, you know, we're home alone with this baby. And so by creating our own village, it really does give us a chance to lean in on each other in motherhood. I think so, too. You know, I want to jump into your wonderful book, The Empowered Mama. I was just, wow, when I was reading the introduction, I was so taken aback and like, wow, that story that you, you you describe about being 13 and with your dad in a dark parking lot and a man came out of the darkness and he put a gun right to yeah. you and and how you talked about your life passing and, and you more thought about the things that you weren't going to have because you were 13. So talk to us about that moment. Yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of people don't know the story, but um, I did have kind of one of those life-changing experiences as a young teenager where my dad and I were held up. And luckily, nobody was hurt. But at that moment, I definitely thought my life was passing before me. And at 13, I already had a life of regret. I was a kid who was not very social. I didn't do very well in school. And I just really didn't try anything. So this was my opportunity because I walked away from that to turn things around. And I really started to try in my life. And guess what? You know, putting energy and effort into something, even if you're not a natural, absolutely works. And so um, I, you know, I look back at that as really a life-changing moment where I now take anything that I think I can't do and turn it into a possible opportunity that I can turn it around. I think that is so great that you were able to do that. I, it's funny when I was reading about the, you know, doing terrible in school and then you found out later you had ADD and being socially awkward and very few friends and terrible in sports. I'm like, wait, did I write yeah. this? Because <laughs> that sounds just like me. And and I know all my listeners are like, oh God, here she goes again. But not only was I picked last every time in gym, I was, they fought over who got stuck with me when I was the last one oh, standing. It yeah. was very, very <laughs> difficult. And so I completely gave up. And I didn't do anything athletic until I was 17 and I started swimming and I'm like, wow, I have a knack for this because I'm 5'10", I'm all arms and legs. And I was really good. And I thought, damn, if I had just tried earlier, I, I always quit everything. And uh, it's so funny because if someone and then I started working in aquatic therapy and in the fitness field, and I became a personal trainer. And it's funny because for me, I was so interested in health and healthy living, even though I was like, I don't know if I can do this. I'm just going to try. But all through school, I didn't. And so I'm glad. I, I mean, I hate that it took such a traumatic event, but it's nice that you were able to, you know, go after things that you liked. Well, it's so funny for both of us that we ended up working in yeah. the fitness industry. I mean, people always are like, what? You're yeah. not, you know, you, you were not <laughs> athletic, but I was not at all. And you're lucky you at least found your thing with swimming. I never found anything. Sure. I was never, oh, I have wow. never to this day at 47 years old, ever been a natural anything. I've had to work towards anything. And that's all right. Yeah. Like that's, that's my thing is, yeah. you know, I'll just keep on working on whatever it is. And I got into fitness because I figured, you know, I I could lift some weights and I could do what was group exercise at the time, was aerobics at the time, um, and, and not take anybody down and nobody had to depend on me. <laughs> it was something I could just do for myself. So um, oh, I don't definitely. know. I definitely have found my competitive spirit since then, and I might not be a natural, but I'll go for it. So, so much of it is just perspective and what energy we put towards something. That is true. I have to say what I am definitely not a natural at Lisa is teaching aerobics. I was terrible because my arms are so long that everyone else's arms are already back down. Like I couldn't even keep up with myself or the class. And it, it was just it was just horrendous. So that was that was not for me. But a lot, you know, lifting weights and doing and I love Pilates. I love yoga. There's other things that are I want to jump into this book. So this is so important because I talk about this all the time. I'm so big on self care. 
I think it is huge and we need it, right? Because it's that whole, you know, I know everyone knows this, but put on the face mask first, right? Otherwise you're just going to crumble and you're not going to be able to take care of everybody else. Well, everybody knows that we should. Every, you know, I think all moms have heard that, that metaphor, but nobody knows how to do it. They're like, yeah, that sounds great and all, but I'm so busy. And like, you talk to any mom and you ask her how she is and everybody's like, oh my God, I'm so busy. and It's so chaotic and so Mm -hmm. overwhelmed. And so the, you know, the idea of putting an oxygen mask on is, well, how? So that's really why I wanted to write this book was because I do meet women across the country and I don't think that it should be a badge of honor for us to be crazy and overwhelmed. I want to see moms living as they one day want their kids to live. So if you want your kids to stress less, have more fun, exercise more, eat better, they're going to, there are best chances that they're going to learn it from us. And so it's a gift for them, but it's a gift for us. And so I kind of turn the self-care priority list upside down to say, we need to actually take care of you first and figure out how to get that on a schedule. And then if something falls off, yeah, you know, it's maybe Facebook or a reality television show, but we've at least gotten your self-care in at least a minimum dose. Oh, it is so key. You know, my daughter, uh, she's on the autism spectrum. She has ADD and dyslexia and it's a couple other things. So her, her babyhood was, uh, I mean, hard doesn't even begin to describe it. She would only sleep mm-hmm. on top of me, literally. Like, and yeah. her, it was just, I won't, I mean, I could spend the, I'm not going to bore everybody. But the point is, is that, there's certain situations that are so incredibly hard and I did not do any self-care. And every week my husband would sit me down. I, I lost like 30 pounds. I was 5'10", 124 pounds. It was not pretty. I was just depressed. It was horrible. And I remember him saying, it's okay. So she won't sleep on you today and she'll be at more tonight. But I'm like, no, but I can't. Like I was in this this horrible cycle of like, I have to be here every second because if she doesn't sleep, I'm never going to sleep again. And I it was very difficult. And I couldn't get myself out of that. And I didn't do any self care for the first few years. And it really took a toll on me. So I love to say, even if you're in the thick of it, gals, even if it's that bad, just do what you can, you know, now she's 13. And I get a facial once a month, and I exercise every day, and we still have challenges. But I look back, and that almost seems like somebody else's life. I'm like, that was so hard. And yet I survived. And so for people out there, if you're in it, I don't know if you ever work with special needs moms, but it's it's kind Absolutely. of a different uh, ball game. I mean, it, it, it definitely changes. And I think and those moms why, yeah, need it exactly. more. It yes, seems impossible, exactly. but I think those moms need it more. So it's like, find somebody, you know, whether it's your spouse or a childcare provider or another parent that you can do child share with, like that mom. Yeah needs a chance to go get a chance to go get a run in or a walk or something even more. And it's like, it might not be a lot, but I talk a lot about like, what's your minimum effective dose to make you at least feel well? Like, you know, so whether it's how many vegetables you need to get in and how much movement you need each day, it might not be perfect where you get to go to the gym and do an hour workout, but what's the minimum that you need to get in so you feel healthy? That's what we need to get in for all moms. Yeah, I think so, too. You know, I remember a few times I would go to a restaurant and meet a friend for maybe an hour and they were just like, what happened to you? Like, you're not even you mm-hmm. anymore. You know, you you, you just yeah. lose yourself. And I think it's so important that we don't do that and we get the help that we need. Let's jump into some of these things. I love this. Focus yeah. on yourself. Find your purpose. Make more time. All right, Lisa, let's talk about that because that's the biggest <laughs> thing, right? I don't have time. I don't have time. <laughs> Well, I, yeah, if, if I'm going to tell you that we need to now fit in self-care on your already full schedule, we have to figure out how can we create more time for you. 
You know, I always say to moms that if I were to give you a 25th hour in the day, do you really think anything would change? And the truth is it wouldn't. Nothing would change. We would be just as full. We'd fill it the same way we already are. So the first thing is to be very purposeful in how we use our hours. And I do a variety of activities in the book to help you figure that out. We have something called the ideal week and ideal day schedule. So we're actually creating a budget for our time, just like we would create a budget for our money. It's not about being perfect, but it's about planning in the things that are important to you. And then we have to figure out how do we make more time? How can we create space in your life? And it's a variety of things. I mean, I'll just give you a few ideas, but you don't have to have a personal assistant to be able to delegate. Delegating could look like I buy the roasted chicken and the pre-cut vegetables at the market. Delegating could mean that I have my small kids helping me with some chores. Even if they don't do it as well as I would, they are still eventually helping me. And now, you know, they do get it, you know, train, train, train them well. You know, my kids do all the laundry, walk the dog, feed the dog. They're definitely, yeah, they are definitely (laughs) a big help. Um, Start thinking about how, what are the things you can shop for online? You know, there's uh, Instacart, Amazon Fresh, like, are there ways to save yourself time so you're not the one having to go to the market? Are there ways to meal plan so that you actually know what you need for the week so you don't have to go to the market five times in one week? Um, Can you buy your clothes online, like using a company like Stitch Fix or Latote? So we just look at all these different areas and we start to go, okay, know what? That would save me 20 minutes here or that might save me an hour there. And those times do add up. Yeah, they really do. You know, I'm actually, I I love secondhand clothes. So I love eBay. A lot of times they're not Mm -hmm. even secondhand. It's crazy. It's like people buy stuff and I love Prana and Athleta and people, I have no connection with them. I wish I did. People buy this stuff and they maybe wear it once or they don't wear it at all. And I'm like, this is great. I just spent like an eighth of what I would spend. Yeah. I think another website is Poshmark. I haven't bought from there, but someone just told me that like, you can buy amazing brands on there from somebody like they're just cleaning out their closet and like, yeah, I never wore this yeah. or it didn't fit me. Um, yeah, so that's awesome. You think Ooh, about to try that. we're in a world where that's available. That never was. When my kids were born, this this was not all available. But you could literally order yeah. anything from your groceries to your household goods. There's, it's almost like you don't have to leave the house. But leaving the house yeah. to go shopping does take time. And so that's you know just one of the many things that you can delegate. And we have a whole chapter on all the things that we can take off of your schedule. Um, thinking about being more efficient with even your mom's nights out. Like how many times do you yeah. see a friend? Like is there a way that you can get multiple friends together and just go out one time instead of going out multiple times? Is there a way you can do a phone meeting instead of an in-person meeting, which would cause driving? So I'm just very, very careful about what I say yes to, because every time I say yes to something, it means I'm saying no to something else. Because my life was already really full. There was no time that I was sitting around eating bonbons and watching Ellen. I used to say Oprah, but then I realized how dated that was. So there's, yeah. I never get to sit around, and, and no. I don't know anyone who eats bonbons, but um, or if no. they even exist anymore. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, your life is already busy. So every time you're saying yes to something, you're saying no to something else. Um, and so it might be like when I started my podcast. I realized, all right, how am I going to do a podcast once a week when I'm already really full? So I turned down some of my blogging opportunities. I'm like, well, that takes time. And so 
thinking about it's got to be a trade. You can't keep adding more clothes in the closet without ever taking anything out. Oh, I love that. And that is so true. And I regularly get rid of stuff in my closet. So good. <laughs> big bags of stuff. So, <laughs> so I think now we need so to get rid important. of stuff on your calendar. Exactly. All right. So being that this is a talk fitness today, let's talk about some of the fitness things we can do at home. Uh, I mean, and maybe with friends like you were talking about or joining the, the programs that you have the fit for mom. Talk to us about that. Yeah, I mean, I love going and taking classes. And the reason that's why I started it. Um, I, I start this yep. stuff for myself, right? I love going yeah. and taking a class because it keeps me motivated. It holds me accountable. There should be a good instructor who is putting me through a purposeful workout. And that is awesome. And so I actually do, I actually take, not only do I teach my body back classes, I take the classes. Um, but on the days that I don't have time for that, I do a workout in my garage. Like, and we have this in the book as well, like a baby step workout. Pick five or six core moves that you're like, and I don't mean cores in your abs, but <laughs> cores sure. in like <laughs> some all over functional moves that you're like, no, what, this would help me feel fit and uh, that I'd like to progress on. And so just as an example, we've got in the book, you know, a squat, a push up, a plank, um, a lunge and a pull up. I'm a big fan of pull up. Oh, that's fantastic. Get a pull up bar. And we give you a download that you can grab that is the baby step workout where you see how how many can you do of each one of those things? And for plank, it's how long can you plank? And you write it down. And I don't care if you can't do any, like it's whatever you're at. And then a few days a week, redo that workout and just keep pushing yourself for 1% more. So often in fitness, we try to do too much, too hard, too fast. The idea is very much Kaizen, which is just constant, never ending improvement. Just keep making a step forward. You'll get to wherever you want to go. And can you imagine if you did that three days a week where you'd be a year from right now? It's amazing. And you can put in different exercises if there's something else that you're working on or want to do. Right now, I have two I have two challenge exercises, I should say three, for myself. But I'm like, these are the things I can't do and I want to be able to say I can. So I'm working on crow pose for yoga. I'm working on a handstand. And for me, it's that pull-up is oh. like my nemesis but I'm going to be able to do it. Um, and so to just move forward. And so I think doing a baby step workout, I'm all about HIIT workouts, which is high intensity interval training. Um, you can only do it a couple days a week, but the idea is that if you don't have a lot of time, get in a quick HIIT workout. And that's what our body back workouts are based on HIIT as well. Um, and so you get to chance to really work on your, your endurance, you work on burning fat, and it's just really efficient. That's so cool. And you know, my husband's really into that. And he'll be gone. It's like, okay, I'm going to go work out. He's back 10 minutes later. And he's like drenched in sweat. Because yeah, he did totally. that it's hit. amazing what you can do. <laughs> I know I need to do that. I don't I don't focus enough on <clears throat> excuse me on cardio. I, I focus a lot on the strength training. So I need to do that as well. And of course, stretching is so important. Let's talk about uh, fuel for you and your family, Let's, especially getting our kids to eat healthy. Yeah, you know, it's so funny. I have over the years of doing this, um, and I've been in the fitness industry for 25 years, so it even goes back before Fit for Moms. I've had so many moms call me and say, I'm really concerned about the way my daughter's eating, or I'm concerned about the way my family's eating. And I always ask them for a food diary and they're, of themselves. And they're like, no, 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 I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about my kids. <laughs> and I say, no, let's see what you're eating. 
And nine times out of 10, when they've done this, the mom is on some diet. The mom is eating some, doing some cleanse. The mom is, you know, trying some latest packaged food product, whatever it might be. And the thing is, again, they're learning from us. And so I think us sharing food and food is fuel and realizing that it's a wonderful way to bring us all together is a gift to our family. And so I've never eaten healthier than when I got pregnant and when I became a mom, because I knew that every single thing I ate was creating and building my baby. And then I continued with that once my kids were born, because I wanted them to see this is how I want you to eat. And so I didn't want packaged and processed foods in the house. And I didn't want, you know, artificial ingredients and chemicals that could hurt us. And so again, for me, so much of motherhood is a gift, not only for our family, but ourselves, because it gives us the opportunity to be model moms. It gives us the opportunity to be role models for them. And so we are such a generation of looking for the latest cleanse and diet and it's goodness, if any of those things worked, we'd all be on it. Like, (laughs) it's never going to work long term. (laughs) Like, just, I know it doesn't sound sexy, but just eat good foods. Just eat real foods. Eat whole foods. Um, And so I think that this is a gift that we can give not only to our family, but this next generation of teaching our kids that eat good foods and you're going to feel good. It's so true. And I'm, ta- I'm constantly talking about that. Just eat whole foods and you will feel much better. We only have like a minute or two left, Lisa. Let's talk about the last chapter, celebrate. Because I don't think we celebrate enough. We kind of just like, that oh, is- this is hard. There's so much to do. But it did it. Right. I agree with you, which is why I made a whole chapter about celebration. Yay! Um, I don't <laughs> think we celebrate enough. At the end of the day, when your head hits the pillow, and I'm speaking to everybody, not just moms. You have done so much. You have. You might not check off all of these boxes, but chances are that you have been um, a cook and a driver and a worker and a lover and a friend and a nurse and a teacher and a. You, it just keeps going on and on, but we don't give ourselves any celebration for any of that. In fact, all we do is should on ourselves. S H O U L D. That we should have yeah. done more. We didn't get to things, but you did a lot and um, success get success, start paying attention to what you did do. Like, okay, you know what? Did you wake up early and get in a 10-minute workout? Or did you go for a walk during your lunch break? Like, what did you do? And really celebrate that. Focus on what you did right, and it will be something that will be repeated. That is so awesome. Lisa, tell us how we can hear your podcast. Oh, uh, it's called the Motivating Mom Podcast. Um, and so you can find it on iTunes and you can find out anything about me or Fit for Mom at fitformom.com or feel free to find me at lisadrexman.com. Awesome. And the book is The Empowered Mama, How to Reclaim Your Time and Yourself While Raising a Happy, Healthy Family. I want to thank everyone for listening to Talk Fitness today. You can check us out on Twitter at Talk Fitness, the number two day, and on Snapchat, also on Facebook, Talk Fitness Today podcast. And you can check me out at Health Media Gal One. Thanks for listening and stay well. This episode of Talk Fitness was produced by The Vitamin Shop, where trusted health enthusiasts help you thrive every day. Visit one of 800 stores across the country or head to vitaminshop.com for all your wellness needs.